two years in the bank, like savings account, put that in your hand, asset, whatever, like make sure that's safe. Everything else, look at what's getting you the greatest rate of return. And, and remember, you guys know the greatest rate of return, ROR, return on result. Like that's super, super important to me. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Welcome to Better Wealth. In this episode, we're going to talk about return versus result, and uh, and we're actually going to give an example. and And I'm I'm going to be in the studio, so uh, if you're watching this, you're going to be able to see me. Right? If you're not, if you're listening to this on on my podcast, that's fine. I'll be able to explain everything. Um, but I just find it super interesting because I, I sat down with uh, one of my clients the other day. We had a review and. We we're talking about um, a lots of different things. A lot about uh, what was going on with the the market. We were talking about the business. We were talking about real estate, and this client of mine was doing a lot of different things. And they asked, "Okay, what should I do with this?" And you know, should I do this with my business? And they're asking so many questions. And and it was so interesting to me because it was so clear to me what these people had to be doing that I actually shared with them what I'm about to share with you. And the reason I'm sharing with you on this on this episode is I believe this is going to provide so much value because the, the biggest mistake that I see people making is they just take people's advice like mine or something like Dave Ramsey's or someone on YouTube or they read a book and they're like, oh, I need to do real estate or, oh, I need to do crypto or, oh, I need to day trade or, oh, I need to start a business or... And, and it's it's so crazy to me because it's like, okay, you're pretty much basing your life and, and making certain decisions on what other people are telling you what to do. And you're not taking a step back and saying like, is this actually what I wanna do with my life? And and for th- this example is interesting. It, it was, so a business owner who was investing through a SEP IRA, mainly because their accountant was saying that they this is what they need to do. And so on one hand, for the last 20 years, they were in, investing their money in, in the SEP IRA, and their their IRA was a little over 550000 but with the the correction, the corona correction, uh, it dropped down to like four thirty, and it was just like, they're just like, man, it's like, okay, but is it going to come back up? I think the market's going to be up. And, and so they're like, okay, should we put money there, and how much money should we put in there? And again, like, these people are successful business owners, like, they're, they it wasn't like they like they had to do a certain decision to survive it was just they wanted to thrive and so on one hand they've been doing this for like 20 years and on on the other hand they've been starting real estate and they've been in it for about three years leveraged banks got in like talk about specialized knowledge like understood how to fix fix um fix uh properties up in one one i mean i showed them one one rate of return that they got when they just did a flip was like 15 like one one thousand five hundred percent rate of return. It was like un, unreal, um, and so like they're getting into real estate, and a lot of their strategy is cash flow, and and so it was interesting because I had all their information on the real estate, and they and so I asked them, okay, I'm like, so you're you're getting after you pay bank loans and all this stuff, and again, they they did this properly. It wasn't they bought every property at a really good price, and they were really smart with it. They were getting seventy five thousand dollars worth of cash flow. Okay, $75,000 a year, if you amortize that or um, annualize that, you get $75,000 a year 
in cash flow. And they've been doing this for about three years. Okay. So, so again, and they're like asking me where they should put their money. <laughs> and, and right now I'm telling you when, when I talk about, okay, you want to have an emergency account. I told them, you know, especially with all the things going on two years, two years in the bank, like savings account, put that in your hand, asset, whatever, like make sure that's safe. Everything else, look at what's getting you the greatest rate of return. And, and remember, you guys know the greatest rate of return, ROR, return on result. Like that's super, super important to me. And I'm like, okay, what's the goal? And, and like, what's the goal of why you're doing your money, putting your money in your SEP IRA? And it's, it's to, you know, create a, a retirement, to retire someday. And it's like, okay, you, you need a cash flow. And I think you guys get where I'm coming from, but I'm actually going to draw this out because I, I find this so interesting is if you have a million dollars in, in an account, okay? So I'm drawing this million dollars in an account. And, and let's, let's suppose that the safe withdrawal rate is three and a half percent. Now, this is, this, there's a lot of studies out about safe withdrawal rate. Um, essentially, it's it's what you can safely withdraw and still have some kind of capital over a 30-year time period. And there's a 98% chance that you're going to have some kind of money after 30 years. So we'll, we'll just use 3.5%. Some people use 4%. Some people go as low as 2.9%. Um, it, it really varies. So we're going to multiply this by 3.5. And for you guys' math, that's actually 0.035. And that equals 35K, okay? So in this scenario, the, you, you did a great job. You spent your whole entire life saving up. You, you have a million dollars in your account. Awesome. What no one tells you is what that actually is, is spend, like what you can actually spend, 35K, and uh, that's, that's the calculation. And most people uh, find out about that um, the year that they want to retire. They go into a financial advisor. They talk to someone like me, and they figure out those calculations. Now, what's interesting is, what if you reverse engineered, like what what would your account have to be, if 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 you produced seventy five thousand dollars? Now, the way that we do that is okay. Obviously, this is this is like algebra. I'm so glad I took this. Is um, if you if you figured out this this three point five percent. Okay, so we're gonna do three point five percent or point zero three five. And that equals 75k. Well, the math is if 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 you figure this out, the math is you need two two million one hundred and seven forty two thousand or two two million one hundred forty two thousand eight hundred and fifty seven bucks. So just let's just say two point one million, just to make this easy. So we're gonna put two point one million dollars. Okay. Now, it's super interesting to me because yes, they used some of their own capital. They they did some they did some investments. They redirected some of their money, and so I don't know how much they used, but it wasn't it wasn't a crazy amount because they really used banks and they used their specialized knowledge to get capital. And we're talking three years, and they they've been able to generate seventy five thousand dollars worth of cash flow where they would need 2.1 million dollars a year to produce that same amount of cash flow they were able to do that in less than three years versus 
their their IRA, their SEP IRA that really, I asked them, like, is this really serving you? Now, again, like, what's end up what they're going to end up doing is just keeping it because at, at where where they are currently like we didn't want to make any drastic decisions but they they're like their eyes were open because they were like okay they were like talking to me about different investments and should they do like this with their money or should they do that that with their money and w what should they do maybe like there was these other investments or and and I was like do you guys realize that like you would need 2.1 million dollars in a an account to produce the kind of cash flow that you guys are getting over three years of doing real estate. Like, I don't know, like maybe, maybe we should create your extra life insurance and your extra savings and direct that into an, an account and, and asset and per and buy real estate. Like keep on doing what you're doing because imagine 20 years of that behavior. And again, the caution is so many times when we get, when we get good at one thing, like we, we actually make a mistake because we over leverage ourselves. And I'm not, I'm not saying that is, that's what we need to do. I'm saying we got to look at activities that we're good at and actually figure out the result that we're looking for. When you save your money in a 401k or an IRA or in the market, usually you're doing it for a future result. It probably is for retirement. So we, what we really need to do is reverse engineer that and, and play the cash flow. Like we need, we need to look at, the actual cash flow that you're getting and and then determine every decision with your time and your money and your special abilities and judge it against the actual result that you're getting. And yes, life insurance is awesome. You maintain control. It's a it's a greater legacy for your family. It unlock it's it's really an asset that unlocks so many things in the future. But this this decision was mainly based on the activity of investing. Like these are these are clients of mine like they've already are bought in. It's not necessarily like, oh, it's not necessarily a life insurance conversation. It's a, it's a, where should I be using and I should, where should I be controlling my money? Because yeah, you can use control and use your money and do things that aren't nearly as powerful as doing something that you're uniquely amazing at. So again, uh, you might, this might resonate with you. You might be uh, in the real estate, but you're still doing your 401k because of the company match. Like, again, I, I, I'm, I like, I'm begging you actually don't don't worry about the match and don't worry about the growth rate figure out why that even matters to begin with and ask yourself okay if you're that kind of person that's still doing the 401k and, and max and getting the match and foregoing maybe real estate or that business idea that's okay but just like ask yourself a couple questions what result are you going to end up getting on the back end start doing a calculation like do a, a 3.5 or 4 percent calculation on what that number would be and then ask the question, would taxes affect this, this, this decision at all? And is it possible that taxes are going to rise? And is it possible that a market correction could happen in between now and when you want to retire? And again, the market is one place to grow capital and there's people that do it really well. I'm just saying if you're not like an expert at it and you want to live a more intentional life and, and this idea of intentional living is, is key to you, like just figure out, okay, what can I do with money? that could maybe get me a better bang for my as a result. And and again, this is just one example of of um a after after my clients saw this, they're like, "Oh, what we should be doing is directing all of our money into a place that we can control." Now, because they were working with me, there it was a special life insurance uh, contract, but it could be a savings account. And we're going to be looking for opportunities 
and investing in real estate because over less than three years, we, we produce what would probably take us 40 years to produce in a the market. So just something to think about. And um, I will continue to share my journey and insights with you on the journey. I appreciate you. I appreciate those, those of you that share uh, these, these episodes. I appreciate uh, those of you on, on the podcast that give uh, us a rating. And then if you're watching this on YouTube, if uh, we're, we're trying to get our channel and grow it. So if you could hit subscribe, if you could share anything that you can do to help us share our message, it would mean the world. Take care, be well, and we'll talk to you. Uh, we'll, we'll see you on another episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Better World Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.